On the Rise with D'Lo and Denali, a podcast celebrating EDM's rising artists, industry playmakers, and key figures, where we extract the knowledge you need to get to where you want to be in this scene. Join us as we listen to some of the most intriguing stories, experiences, and lessons firsthand from those on the rise. Yo, 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 Groovers. How we doing today, man? It is February 10th. It is Friday, man. I'm so happy to be here. We thought we weren't going to be able to record the podcast this week, right, Denali? Nah, bro. It was it was looking uh, a little frightful out there, but hey, we're here. Yeah, we didn't get an episode done last week. Uh, we took a little break. I think it was very much needed. We had a lot of stuff going on, man. Uh, after Vegas, I got to play at Blind Tiger. Um, after that, I did a few other shows, and it's, it just really poops you out during the week, man. Um, but I'm happy we're here. We have a super special guest today, man. Uh, bring him in, man. I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. On this episode of On the Rise, we have a very special guest. He's played at the Avalon, Catch One, and at the Off the Grid Campout. You may know him for the plur energy he brings or the fire fits he serves up. Maybe you've seen him at festivals giving out pairs of diffraction glasses, hugs, or his famous TikToks. And if not that, you've caught one of his explosive performances. Give it up for Playboy Flames, baby. Playboy, Playboy, Playboy. Playboy. <laughs> I like how this like y'all. Hey, I hit the right button this time. Yeah, let's go, it. let's go. All right, all right. What's up, Yo, Playboy? How we doing what's today, up, brother? Y'all, I'm good. I'm looking a little, a little disoriented from earlier, but I'm back, bitch. I'm back. Feeling <laughs> better. Well, have you got hit with a concussion grenade or what? I happened? feel like it. Just a new job, but trying to adjust. But I'm feeling better. Yeah. I'm super happy we we were able to get you here today. Um, we've been talking about it for a minute, and I know you were one of the first people I talked about uh, when I initially had the idea to do a podcast. I am. And it's so cool to have you on as a guest. We have a lot to talk about. I know people are going to be very, very, very interested uh, to hear about you and your come up. Uh, <laughs> don't be, don't be. We're going to have a good time. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get started, dude. And the first thing I want to ask is Playboy Flames. Where is the name coming from? It's a good one and people love it. It's fire. So the f- uh, it's a funny story, I guess. Okay, because before I used to have a spam account and I still have the spam account. It's still there, but I just don't plug it. Um, but I used <laughs> to have the spam account and it used to be Playboy Flames. But the reason it used to be Playboy Flames is because, well, one of the things that I always loved, like the little, um, that game, I don't know if you guys ever played it. It was like on the Wii and it was like the crazy bunnies and they would always be going oh, crazy. Oh, the rabbits. Yeah. Rayman. Like, yeah. And I feel like um, I always loved Playboy, like the Playboy sign. I always had that on. And then eventually like, the era of flames when everybody was wearing flames and i was obsessed with flames too and i just like combined both them together and i was like you know what playboy flames is cool and then um i feel like i transitioned to it because before i used to be called the gypsy in high school okay <laughs> um, exotic yeah but then also it's kind of like a controversial <laughs> Anyways, um but yeah and then after I was like, you know what, I'm going to transition into Playboy Flames because I remember I won a giveaway for sure. And they were like, oh, what do you want to pray? And I was like, you know what, I'm going Playboy Flames. And then I had like this whole kind of like rebrand on my Instagram. I did like a whole video promoting it as well. And then, yeah. Wait, so when, when it came down to like you wanted to go make shirts, they were like, oh, what do you want to put on it? And that's when you decided? Yeah, because I was like, when I won the giveaway, I was like, bitch, what am I going to put? I don't know. And like... I didn't want to put something also so, like, generic, like, basic. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put my name. And then, in a sense, I could also kind of create, like, a video because I was super into editing videos at the time. So I was like, I could, like, kind of do something with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in a sense, it also wasn't, like, this, I guess, wasn't my DJ name at well, not my DJ name. No, no, no. Yeah, just, just it your was just nickname. Like, yeah, your just persona. my nickname. Yeah, like, my handle. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, got you. Now... Moving on to the music, when was your first event? Um, my first event. And when I mean by that is, it could be your first indie event, your first hip hop event, your yeah, first any any genre. any genre. Okay, my first event event was when like I think I was like maybe. 11 or 12 i went to a rock show <laughs> at the house okay. of blues with okay. my sister and it was okay you know but then my first festival um was in 2017 and that was in um washington 
and literally downtown Seattle under the needle um, Fire. at Bumper Shoe, and it was literally amazing. Um, I What'd you like, see? Bitch. I, well, there, it was a mixture of genres, but I was mainly there for... Uh, <clears throat> The EDMX, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I was there. So at this bitch, point, you already knew about EDMX. Yeah, I've been on about EDMX. So l- let's take it back a little bit. Uh, what popped your cherry? Yeah, what song or EDM style? When was it? What song was it that you first found EDM? Um. Okay, so this is like throwback. It was maybe like 2008, 2009. Um, my sisters actually introduced me to the scene. And my sister, my older sister especially, she was super into it. And she would always go to Gotham. And, yeah, good times. Um, us, like I remember one time she made it, she had us up all night fucking making candy and uh, because she was going to be a raver and I was like for Halloween and I was like, bitch, what is that? A little yeah. kid workshop. Yeah, <laughs> literally up like <laughs> until 12. And then after that, I remember she was like wearing a big tutu and stuff like that. But yeah, um, they showed me the scene and eventually like I just wasn't old enough to go to the events. But sure. um, luckily enough, that music festival was all ages at that time. So I was able to see like slushy jaws um dylan francis odessa lewis the child Some good ones. grizz um Damn, wow. you're reciting the whole lineup man yeah. you remember the whole thing and now there was more, but yeah but though. i was just like because bitch in that moment i knew i was like you know when you just feel like you found you you find like you found your people you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like since then you know Great. So beautiful segue, man. So is there a moment in that festival where you said to yourself, this is where I want to be. This is, these are the people I want to be around. These are like the, this is where I want to be essentially my whole life. Yeah. Just cause, um, I feel like the thing is that cause the reason I went is because my older, my older sister lived out there. Mm -hmm. So I feel like luckily, like, you know, she was able to kind of provide that, um, like first experience Mm. um but yeah it was more just like being in the crowd and also just like instantly like all being connected just like it didn't matter like everybody was headbanging together everybody was just dancing together like i remember to this day like sometimes um he hits me up but um we made like two friends that were sitting in that were standing in front of us from canada and, like, wow. we met up with them the second day. So it's just, like, little things like that that goes to show, like, this is not just, like, um, we're going to go get faded and get wasted, you know? We're going to go. It's more of a community, you know? Yeah, and that's people what I love about it. Yeah. yeah, building a bond with people there. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, when I think about my first uh, festival experience, I think nothing but, like, happiness, dude. <laughs> like, you really do feel like you, you connect with everyone there. It's like a... A, a, a weird like snap like boom yeah. like you guys all feel like you're one like, like everyone hook. yeah then you're hooked. like if if you've ever gotten lost and like just you've just been on your own and just said fuck it you know what i'm not looking for the group and then you're just dancing there and you turn to the right turn to the left like right when there's a drop and you just dance with that person or just like you're like fuck yeah, yeah bro you give each other that stank face that absolutely stank face. yeah no doubt that's it right there yeah. that's what it's about i remember about. doing edc uh 2018 or 19 i was by myself i was like i departed from the group and i i had one of the greatest experiences man just kind of roaming the place and really just kind of talking to the people and everyone just being so accepting like it, it made it such a a very memorable moment mm-hmm. yeah what are you seeing in the plur movement are you seeing really any plur out there at all anymore and <laughs> no and no. this is this is a great way you know to say, say some yeah get some things off your chest because it's true people need to know like people need to know uh proper festival etiquette because i yeah, feel like that's super it's important literally as well. prop, like literally every festival should you know adopt this because why not like it's literally festival etiquette how you were saying like peace love unity respect like it's kind of just treating somebody like a human being like as yeah, they exactly. yeah like as equal yeah just because i feel like especially in the environment you're in like i know people sometimes and i feel like a lot right now like you know we have new coming ravers coming in and 
it's definitely blowing up because of TikTok, I feel like, as well, and, like, just social media in general. But I feel like um, people coming in now, like, definitely don't want to adopt those or are not getting taught those. And I feel like definitely I've been one to try to educate on at least TikTok sometimes because, you know, I feel like I could post, like, more genuine content mm-hmm. and people can adopt it and at least, like, a lot of random people could see it um so it broadens out like the spectrum of like people that are want to go to rave can kind of see like oh yeah like if you're gonna go you should do these things this is yeah Yeah. a a certain way like people should act yeah and it's not because it's not like you're gonna do them you know because you have to no it's because it's this is what the community is about and you're literally entering a community that kind of has just like a flow like literally the only reason i say this is because I remember going to festivals and there was such a flow to things. Like, it was never chaos. It was just such loving vibes. I remember the candy trays were fucking amazing. And I still have amazing candy trays to this day. But I feel like even candy is not as seen as much. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's just goes to show how much, in a sense, the players dying out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because when it comes to candy, I remember EDC last year and it kind of goes... It kind of shows how, like, after the pandemic, everybody wanted to rave because also EDC was hella cheap last year. Um, But I remember because I always take a lot of candy just because I love to give away candy and to trade with people. And even if you don't have candy, like, I want to give you candy, you know what I mean? But I remember, like, for a second, like, at EDC, it got to a point where, like, people started lining up, bitch, lining up. And they were like, give me a bracelet. Give me a bracelet. And I was like, okay. And, bitch... To me, like, a candy trade should be genuine, you know what I mean? Yeah, it should be off of, like, a a natural encounter or, like, you know, like, you just meet someone randomly, like, and and you fuck with that person. And you're like, you know what? Come here. Let me me see you. Genuine. Like, you you feel the love, like, hey. And I feel like that's what this community is starting to lack is, like, genuine people. And I feel like that's the thing. That's what built this community to be where it's at now is, like, the genuine people that are we're united by the music you know mm-hmm. and like i feel like definitely raving like i love the music and everything but i feel like one of the main keys as well is like the community around because you could go to rolling loud because you love the music but you may not like the crowd around it yeah, you know exactly. what i mean Man, you might feel uncomfortable <laughs> the whole fucking time yeah like, nightmare bro you, you might and I have feel like to that's fight the thing. like people shit. see that raves are such like a free environment where you're yeah. accepted and it's awesome that it is that but it's gonna come to the point where it's not gonna be like that you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like that's when you should just apply the proper player etiquette because like everybody's human yeah, i mean it, it comes down to like yeah. the leaders in the community to and i feel know, like dj should talking dj should also be talking about this because it's their audience you know what i mean yeah exactly because i mean if if you're uh, if you're bringing an audience that's causing chaos and you know not ha- allowing other people to you know have a safe space to dance or you know yeah. express themselves however they like, I mean that's just not not many people are gonna show up to that kind of space. Yeah, exactly. Or the people that do show up to that space are gonna go with bad intentions. You're gonna be losing something. They're gonna be robbing you. They're, you know something bad's gonna always happen in those type of crowds. Like I remember in Rolling Loud, like you guys just said. Uh, I went twice and I regretted going the first time and the second time. I don't know why the hell I went, but I went and both times ridiculously like packed people fighting, literally people like for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. Just like for someone stepping on your shoes and it's like, dude, you're at a fucking festival. What do you expect? Like, uh, like what the fuck? Like, why'd you bring your brand new shoes over here then? You know, like no one's going to care about the fit that much. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Especially when you're trying to see an artist that you really like. For real. Like, yeah, it's just stupid shit like that. But, I mean, yeah, like I'm saying, like, it just takes the leaders in the community and DJs, artists, influencers, influencers. to speak, you know, and Cause I feel like educate the, the next generation or the, yeah, exactly. the, the new ravers. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like what I say all the time is, like, whatever platform you have, you have one. Use it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have a lot of followers, but, like... Okay. Bitch, I know. But they're like, I look like I'm so blessed with having like a dedicated 
like set of followers because I'll be always getting me like randomly like hey Playboy I'm like bitch like what's up you know yeah that's another thing that's another thing I was gonna bring up dude like you're now getting to a point where you're spreading that message of Plur so much at the actual festival like I know you're always giving things out giving candy out giving uh, diffraction glasses and things like that but you're also giving the message of like hey this is like how we should be we should be loving each other like you're so accepting with everybody like you're spreading that message on TikTok now. And now when you're when we're out and about, like at the festival, people literally stop us and we're like, they're like, hey, dude, like you're Playboy. Like, let me get a picture. Like, I love your content, this and that. And mm-hmm. that's awesome. And I'm so glad that you're doing yeah, that. Like, like, it's such a positive message. I think it was like one of the craziest moments. I was like, what the fuck? Because um, you know how last year we only were able to go to EDC one year? And I remember I was already like, bitch, I was on a high because um, the day before that I had played that EDC event we we threw at the the Electric Jungle event. And I remember um, the next day we went to EDC, bitch, I fucking manifest that ticket first off. Anyways. um, Yeah, (laughs) like last super Yeah, super last minute. But um, no, yeah, when I was like, we were... Oh, yeah, we were all together, actually. Yeah, we were right um, going to, we were at Wax. And I remember we went, we were like, oh, let's go to the, I need to go to the restroom. I always need to go to the restroom. But I was like, I need to go to the restroom. And I remember I was walking out, and bitch, I had no totem, no nothing, just myself. I was walking out, and I remember this guy stopped me. He's like, dude, aren't you a DJ? And I'm like, bitch, like, oh, yeah. he's like, yeah, he, I, I seen you before. Like, dude, aren't you playing with friends? I'm like, bitch, stop. Like, and it's crazy because, like, usually, like, you know, I'm like, I have a little target on me when I have my totem, you know, it's like easier to spot me. Mm-hmm. But, like, getting spot randomly is like, it's, it feels like surreal sometimes and full circle. Yeah. That's a really cool thing, man. Now, I have to bring it up because it's, it's very noticeable, man. I got to ask you about the fits for these festivals, dude. <laughs> so iconic it's 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 hard not to talk about where do you get your inspiration from on these fits dude the fucking white girls fits at escape uh, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah that was Crazy. one of my favorite fits um honestly i just like to dress like i just like to dress like i just look for whatever i want to if i see something i'll just kind of like base an outfit around that and honestly i just always go with the same bottoms just to play safe and i always just switch it up and honestly accessories are key like accessories will make an outfit better like you could be looking plain simple but once you accessorize it's a whole different fit trust me where do you get some inspiration from um honestly ah it's on my own inspiration. Uh, no, uh, it's it's because it's kind of hard to say where I get my inspiration from because I feel like there's not a lot of guys that dress like me. Mm-hmm. If that makes and sense, that's why it's so unique, and that's why I had to bring it up um, because you rock it, dude. Yeah, like you literally you. pull it off it. every time. Um, honestly, I just like to like I love abstract, like abstract clothing. Like that's just me. Like i just love a top like a coy symmetrical top is my vibe but i wouldn't say like i just kind of feel like tiktok is one of my one of my inspiration and just social media in general like what i kind of see online i feel like i kind of nitpick from everything and kind of just create my own style mm-hmm. okay honestly leather pants is the fucking key bitch leather pants <laughs> is like always a go-to staple okay even of mine, like, I love leather pants and cargoes. Alexa, add that to my shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but leather pants are always a go-to, yeah. Okay, so you would just say uh, for someone trying to uh, dress a little more, like... Just go for, like, if, like, I feel like if you're going to try something new, yeah, try just try new. the leather pants because the leather pants is so, like, versatile in a sense where it's not too feminine but not too masculine. So depending on, like, what you're trying to go for, you know what I mean? Okay, absolutely. You can pull off like yeah. some rock star vibes. Yeah, because yeah. if if you want to dress it up like more feminine, you can wear a crop top, you know. But if you want to dress more masculine, you can wear like just like even a muscle tank top or just like and some chains, you know, just like dress it down. Mm-hmm. Not so, so accessories and leather pants are key. Yeah, just because I feel like with accessories, you can also play around with a lot of stuff. Write it down. And a lot of chains. I feel like chains are key. Especially when you're a guy, because I feel like it adds so much when you're not, like, trying to wear earmuffs. You know what I mean? All right. So, uh, how long have you been DJing for? About, let me see, let me do the, 
I'm like, I think two I feel like just COVID threw me off, bitch. It threw uh, everybody did off. you start before COVID? I started like kind of the end of COVID. Like around December is when, no, the earlier in 20. 21? I'm trying to do the math right now. What, what year are we in? 23? <laughs> 23. Um, no, yeah, so 20. <laughs> Yeah, 2021, like around February, March, um, because I had been on David um, from our previous job and I had wanted to DJ, but I just because originally when I first started raving, my main focus was to become a music festival producer. Like I want to be behind. I want to be like behind the scenes in the sense and like creating a safe space for everybody to like enjoy and like be united by the fucking music you know yeah. um but then luckily enough you know i was able to get into djing and um at first i definitely felt like i don't know if you guys felt like this too but i felt like first gen like it was really hard to kind of like find good videos on how to learn how to dj or like I feel like it's also like a lot of gatekeeping, like a, like people don't want to not teach you, but like kind of give you pointers in a sense sometimes. Um, but luckily, like if you have a friend that does DJ and you're cool with them, they'll help you out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I feel like it does help in a sense when you have somebody that's already doing it. For sure. Because if you're barely starting and you don't have no clue, bitch it's uh, hard yeah that's like kind of what we were talking about with frankie like like he started out like just on his own like how the f like where do you even start like yeah how do you even like find the scene like there's just so much shit to get into yeah because i remember i was looking up mixers and i like there was there's a lot of options you know yeah 100%. um but i just didn't know what to go with or like what was more user-friendly for a beginner and like luckily i asked them and we got the same mixer but what i will say is like when i first started mixing i was only mixing like house and really light house not even no tech house or nothing like that um like almost in a sense like kind of like minimal house too um just because i always wanted to play bass house but i feel like i couldn't find the flow at that time mm-hmm and then eventually, like, I remember mixing a fucking Chris Lorenzo song and, like, getting this sick transition. And I was like, bitch, I finally fucking got it. Yeah. Like, I finally fucking got it. Like, I finally figured out how to do it. There's a cool feeling. You yeah. Feel, like, when and you're then, like, oh, that's it. There's literally that's the since one. then, yeah. like, I remember that day on, like, I would, because I worked the night shift at that time. But that day on, I would literally, like, wake up. De I would wake up, like, at 6 in the morning, bitch. I would um start djing until i would have to go in at two so i'll like start stop djing uh like around like 11 ish but then eventually like um when i started not carpooling and driving myself to work i started um taking a, a fucking generator and like a port mm -hmm. and like my laptop and my mixer and i would fucking practice at on my breaks on my lunch like and I feel like that's what helped me get to where I'm at now, like practicing, practicing, practicing. Yeah, for sure. Same thing that, I mean, the way I learned pretty quick too was just consistently just playing, 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 playing. And then uh, real quick, just for the people that are like just starting out, what mixer was that that you did get? I want to say it was a DDG. J, DDJ. Or no. It wasn't the 400. I have the 400 right now. Um, I think it was the SB2. Yeah. It was the Serato one. The SB2, I think. Oh, yeah, you did. You started with an SB2. And yeah. A DDJ 400. No, yeah. And then I got a DDJ 400. But I will say, like, honestly, if you're a beginner, I wouldn't get that one. Just personally, just because it doesn't run on record box. Like, I feel uh, like. Which one? um the, the sb the, the sb okay yeah it runs on just serato so i feel like honestly if you're gonna get into mixing it is a little bit more expensive but it's worth the money um if you're just able to get that ddg for well actually they discontinued it yeah they came out with a new one yeah that's for both i want to get that yeah it's kind of yeah, fire i want to get that actually it looks nice but anyways yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i would say just get one of those because i feel like it's worth the money and it's almost like if you're mixing on like an rx2 in a sense mm -hmm. it doesn't and actually i think in now the knobs like the main knobs actually have the 
like the filter knobs have all the other effects the the noise yeah like the, the noise the dub echo okay so tell us so in 2021 you start your dj journey from there what happens how do you progress how do you get into the scene um, um <clears throat> so we at so eventually like we link up again me and david and then we throw lost in house and that was an eye-opener definitely a learning experience when it comes to throwing a show yeah who's david <laughs> who's david i mean d-lo i'm over here like who the fuck is david i know Ooh, who? i'm like who's that no but yeah it was definitely an eye-opener just like on how the scene works honestly and how the business aspect of it works too because definitely like it was not what we were expecting yes yeah it was all we were expecting yeah um we, we we've talked about it a little bit before on the on the podcast um it wasn't what we thought it would be it was the first like punch to the face with reality of you know people yeah. saying they're gonna pull up and no one pulls up yeah. type deal you know and it, it's fine no you know it, yeah, it happens so, and yeah. Things like that. It's like a learning lesson. It's honestly a learning lesson. Yeah. Uh, We got a little bit of taste of how to run an event, uh, how to deal in tough situations, like when something happens, you know? Also, like, playing. I feel like also, if you could get any gig, just take it because any crowd is a crowd that you could get experience playing. So, yeah. So, you would say this is, like, your first now, like, experience with the crowd mixing right no i wasn't mixed oh, i didn't mix right. that one yeah that's i right. didn't play that one i was more just like um in charge of the the vision i guess yeah. so like you like know you were saying before, the social like, media like the decorating like the stage like you wanted to ensure that it was a safe space like yeah just like yeah exactly yeah no yeah but then um us ourselves we started um trying to throw like i guess events as, and we threw one yeah we threw one and then we threw and that that one was maybe like a crowd of maybe like i want to say like 15 people or like 10 people and it was like people we knew like my fam like my sisters and a couple of my friends and stuff and other people um no it wasn't until one of my one of my friends that well somebody um we didn't formally meet but then they hit me up like saying like hey i see you djing do you want to um dj for new year's at my house we're throwing like a countdown theme event and i was like yeah i'm down like um i actually have like other other friends that dj like we're a group are you guys down and they were down and literally like i think that was a crowd of 50 60 people so uh, and it was yeah. a good gig it was a really good gig actually i remember that one shout out to the homie chichi man he uh chichi he, yeah. he made that he made that yeah, that, yeah i've yet to yeah, meet super, him but soon yeah super, super f- cool people man yeah, uh, super awesome. they paid us for that event they fed us for that wow. event yeah. they you know and the vibes were awesome yeah man and they let man. us he made me a pearler necklace it was so sweet they really let us be ourselves and I play, you know, the music that we love to play. Yeah. You know, so that yeah, was exactly. really awesome. So that was a good experience. Just let and your light shine through. No, yeah. And then that was like my first, like, I guess, bigger crowd. And then until, well, because everybody got, everybody applied or submitted their mix to the Novocaine Electric Jungle thing, except me, actually, <laughs> because I didn't feel like I was ready yet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. You know, but, you know, once you fail, you know, you, you get back up. But I hate making myself, making a fool out of myself. You know what I mean? I hate that. Don't we all? Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out. And I didn't, I guess, play or like I was more just like promoting at that point because and also decorating. Like I was also like creating stages and stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um but i was a part of the team or whatever and i remember um the nochella first event the first time people actually heard me mix like out loud and because i was gonna play at sharky's but i was busy like making a stage that day so i couldn't go out because it was fucking far but anyways so yeah i was gonna 
so the thing is that nobody has seen me play and they were kind of just like taken out by like oh yeah playboy's gonna play okay you know they're like oh yeah sick you know they didn't think much of it and so i started playing and everybody was like shook like oh shit like you could actually play like you know and um it was like i was also so nervous too but i remember after the week the next week after like i was practicing in my car <laughs> um for the next nochella event and i remember one of my homegirls um from work she was like i love like at a festival or at a rave like turning around and like dancing with my friends but i also like turning around and looking at the dj and if they're vibing to their music because if they're vibing it just makes me want to go harder and i feel like i kind of apply that to like every set i do now just because i feel like i always try to like go off you know what i mean like yeah for sure yeah. so that's a good tip uh for anyone starting out or you know just needing extra advice yeah like it matters how you look your body language like you don't want to look exactly. like you're about to fall asleep on top of the decks <laughs> i mean you could be playing fire but if you're not you know grooving with the people then it's like all about interaction yeah, and like exactly. crowd control in a sense crowd yeah. control just being a performer yeah if you have a face that you're freaking out you know everyone's gonna be like what the yeah heck? you know like what's <laughs> going on over there no, but yeah. you know it happens like yeah. pros mess up to this day and like nothing man they just keep it going you know sometimes they make you know mistakes and make them shine and like people like like i've heard people like fuck up and then like count the four bars and then boom throw the song back in yeah. and people go fucking nuts yeah so it happens man and like you said we fail and we mess up but all we gotta do is pick ourselves up dust ourselves off and keep yeah. it going yep now the perfect segue is for someone trying to grow their following what are some good <laughs> tips that you would give to people coming into the scene to grow a following i would say honestly interact with everybody like i feel like the like one of the big reasons i've kind of like i guess made like an impact on the rave community um it's just because like i just love to be loving like and i just love to be genuine and just kind of just like make friends with everybody because you never know who you're gonna make friends with yep. and you never know who they're gonna know because also a lot in the raves or like rave scene like edm scene underground scene it's all about about not all about necessarily but it's a lot about who you know and like how they could plug you in sometimes or like because you know definitely like hard work does pay off you know but it's also like having some connections that will help you a lot especially in the underground scene yeah for our listeners that have listened to our previous episodes you you'd know that that's starting to be a pattern or you know repetitive information uh, not repetitive but things that matter that much that each person we have on here is saying the same thing so it must matter that much it's about who you know and making sure you shake everybody's hand exactly that you meet. like sorry can i just because i remember i would like because um me and my friend used to party together a lot right and sometimes he would be like bitch i didn't even know where you were out all night but it's because i'm literally every fucking where mm. like i just try to talk to anybody everybody just because it's always nice and then next time they see you they're like oh shit like hey you know or they follow you or like or they're like oh or just even be like oh hey you have instagram literally like yeah. that that ass like if you're vibing with them and y'all on the same level ask for their instagram if you're just like randomly like hey let me get your instagram like that's kind of like sus yeah <laughs> it's like i uh, feel like that's when you're just like hungry for the follower not trying to make a genuine connection because yeah, exactly. i feel like it's all about also making a genuine connection to the people that like your audience you know what i mean like then that goes the same with like performing and everything you know like no yeah. yeah exactly man like you guys are saying at the end of the day it's who you know how you're gonna get there like you got to open the door with everybody and anybody like making sure your your name's getting said making sure you're you know constantly you're memorable being active yeah and i will say TikTok, TikTok. i don't have a lot of followers um but it's funny because <laughs> i'm like randomly like i'll be like trying to get through the crowd like excuse me i'm sorry and then they're like bitch i know you're from tiktok like i love your videos <laughs> i'm like oh hey like you know then i'll stop Just like, as you're passing by yeah <laughs> and then i'll be like oh let me give you a quick candy you know or like a lot of the times like i'll turn around and everybody is gone but it's because i'm always trying to like give somebody a candy yeah, yeah. 
Luckily, I mean, we could just find you anywhere with that fucking totem, bro. I know. I've, I've found, <laughs> I, 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 I think, think I found y'all at every festival with that totem. I know everybody's like, dude, I see you at everything. I'm like. <sighs> well, it's because you're tall and then the totem's tall yeah. as fuck too, bro. <laughs> For the people listening, man, if you guys have not seen Playboy's totem, it is uh, one side saying, if you're lost, come dance with us. If you flip it over to the other side saying, uh, Playboy. Sending nudes is so 2017. Send me your EDM playlist. Classic. You can never yes. go wrong with that. Uh, and it's like you said, man, super memorable. People always recognize it from a mile away. We hear people telling us, hey, we've seen you guys at EDC. Hey, we've seen you guys over here, over there. And it's really cool to hear that, man. So it's, it's you've made a, a real mark with that. But yeah, it's crazy because it's about to be in February. Let me see. We're in February. He's counting. It's about to be, I think, like, three or four years that I had the totem. Wow. Yeah. I think either before 2020 I made it or... No, yeah, I made it um, 2020, Crush 2020. Um, Because I remember before, like, Instagram wasn't really a thing. No, it was a, it was a thing. But, like, I remember I used to be on Radiate more than Instagram. Like... I would be on it 24-7, like, all the time. And so I got locked out of my fucking account. But I would be on it 24-7. I even did a fucking meetup with that totem. Um, and that was my first meetup. And it was a candy meetup. And I, that's how it goes to show how, like, genuine the scene was back then. Even just in 2020 early. Um, because it was, like, over 200. And it was, like, 200 oh, people, like, OG ravers. like, And I still have contact with some of the people that I went to that, me- that meetup um but yeah it was just like so crazy because like like people were just like wanted to come and trade candy you know like it was just so like because now i hosted one recently not too long ago like i think it was last year beyond and bitch only like (laughs) like six people showed up (laughs) but i will say bitch i'm so grateful because first off i left my idisa to run from my house to back to the festival (laughs) and then um but it was crazy because i met like these um this girl had brought her parents and it was just like so amazing like so sweet just talking to them and just like they were saying that how they also love the scene and it's crazy because my mom is like me sueños they eat on one of the los concerts on my girl but no yeah i definitely want to like because my mom is super into like supporting what we do and she goes to some of my shows sometimes so I definitely want to take her to a rave. Yeah, yeah man. Shout out to your mom. She's been super supportive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she'd be taking us, she'd be dropping us off at the fucking raves. Minivan style and yeah. stuff. Okay, it's super good, man. Super supportive. That's cool. <laughs> so, for creating content, what is something that you would say is a good tip for people as well, you know, trying to get their content game up? Uh, um, I would say hashtags. Hashtags are how you're going to reach reach like your niche for tiktok or instagram I, or both i feel like on tiktok it there's more chance of growing than on instagram because on instagram i feel like it's more like you need to personally like see them to get their instagram because i per- well i don't really be on instagram honestly but um i don't personally go on instagram and be like oh let me see who i'm gonna follow today mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah or unless I see a cool video, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. Or like a cool pic or something. That's when it catches my attention, you know? But I feel like on TikTok, it's like easier to get a target audience because also it's like random, if that makes sense. On Instagram, when you post something, you're only posting to your followers, not to just like, yeah. how many, I think that TikTok has like 90 billion users. Like you're not posting it to the 90 billion users that are on there, you know? And like, even if it doesn't get a lot of views, you're still reaching maybe 300 new people. You know what I mean? And that could come to a new follower, more likes, you know what I mean? So TikTok's where it's at. Honestly, TikTok, I feel like is what will boost your followers. It'll make a difference. Yeah. Especially like just in general, like it's, but I would say, post your niche because i have posted like videos outside of my niche like non-rave related videos and they don't do good it's like people are like what the fuck like it's almost like a glitch in the system yeah yeah but i will say like when you stick more to your niche the videos perform better and also like i said hashtags like rave talk edm tiktok 
Are you still trying to figure out if you're trying to do you uh, run events, or are you still focusing on DJing now? Okay, that the, like the thing about me, dude, is like I love doing both. So if I could create my own events and play at them, that would be fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Yeah. So that's the end goal then. I'm yeah. Assuming. But I want to do like crazy festivals, like bitch. You know my mind, like yeah. You're, have you you're seen so it? Like creative. I try to always do like every year, every birthday. I always go all out. I always try to do like a theme birthday party. This year was fuck. Last year was Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Now I gotta ask because I know this is gonna be a good one. Uh, you're now an affiliate for Insomniac. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. by the Thank way. You. Fire. That that's that's fucking badass to hear. Yeah, One of my close friends is doing that. Fucking like a dream come true, <laughs> dude. I remember yeah. you you were talking about that for a while, saying like you were trying to get into it, and it's it's cool to see the hard work pay off. Yeah, and, and see it in person. Tell us a, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I was okay. So you fill out the application, right? No, well, give me a little background of what it is. Yeah, like okay, what, so what the would one even program yeah. is practically like um content creating in a sense or like promoting like how kind of we do it um when you get like a ticket link um when you're playing a show okay um so you like you push the the link you know people buy tickets um you have to post content tagging the whichever festival you're promoting yeah pretty much that so once you like apply and they review your accounts and stuff They'll either say if you're in or not, and then so they go through your social media. Yeah, they go through all your social media. Okay. So like you, they ask for they even ask for Twitch, Twitter. Oh wow. Yeah, they ask for everything. Yeah. So um, once they go through your account, like they'll say like congratulations, you know, like we think you would be a good fit, um, and then they set up a call with um, Kylie, which she's like the one that runs the affiliate program. And honestly, she's so sweet. She's so nice. Shout out Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Shout she's, out Kylie. She's awesome. No, yeah, but um, yeah, so you you just get like a set of festivals you can promote and you just promote them. But honestly, I just it more it's more just like a dream country to me, bitch, because I go this is my second home. I'm literally at every festival I could be because festivals make me so happy and you know, it just it's my safe place. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd rather not eat. Yeah, I'd rather not. Yes, <laughs> it is getting a little expensive, but I mean, it's all worth it at the end of the day. Now, do you think it's getting expensive because of all the exposure that it's getting? A hundred percent. Yeah, the That's popularity, the oversaturation. I will say, I love, I money. love the raves, but this year, I don't know if you've seen this year, um, Insomniac after Countdown, they were they sent surveys. Did you guys get that? I didn't. I didn't. I got a survey, but I got a survey asking me like, how do I feel about the festival, like what will i change stuff like that and like i just on well one of the things is like it's getting oversold so much to the point where it's not it's, it's it is comfortable but right now but okay it's not so good bro. it's like it's 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 okay but i feel like it's gonna get to the point where we don't want to get get it to the point where it's like an astral world you think they should do it more like cross does their shit like how they they're they have very limited tickets but very good, good shows that they put on. No, oh, yeah, like a good crowd ratio to like ticket sales. Like it's not over oversold, and it's not like a little crowd either. Like, but then again, I feel like proper is not as big as an Insomniac is. Mm -hmm. So they Insomniac has to what is it like? Compensate. Yeah, compensate or like have to make up for the the amount of people they're going to have there, you know, like, well, let's say like, I mean, I'm just saying numbers. I'm not saying facts, but let's say, because <laughs> I don't want to be like, bitch, that's not the number. <laughs> um, Let's say like cross, cross gets like 30,000, right? Okay. Insomniac be getting like s almost a hundred thousand people at the Nas event center, bitch. Damn. That's yeah. a lot of people. When they open up like the racetrack and stuff, yeah, I guess yeah. Crazy. So, oh yeah, I just think that there should be more stuff open, so there could be more foot traffic and a flow. Like, so f there's a flow of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah because I, I feel like yeah, the way mm -hmm. Insomniac's like layouts are is very sporadic. Shit's yeah. over here in no, this dude, corner, and I we gotta run all the way over like, here. Did you go to um Beyond Twenty Twenty One? 
This will be my first Beyond. This oh, will coming really? up one. What? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been to Beyond. I'm super no, stoked. No, uh, the Beyond back from COVID, like that was probably one of like oh that's my first Beyond too. But that was like the most well put together, like thought of, like elaborate, like everything was dec like everything made sense and it flowed so good to the point where, like and I feel like also now all the festivals kind of feel a little dark. Like at night, like there's not so much light everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I feel like before there was lights everywhere but i feel like countdown was a little bit different though there was countdown they went out i've i've heard that beyond is one of the b the best put together raves like at yeah. the Nas center super decorated super trippy not, not really necessarily great. like it's not decorated but the layout the decorations like it just like yeah just I, remember well. I remember 2021 being like super well put together i remember it was super roomy like you were able to dance everywhere it wasn't overpacked it it's like it really good yeah everywhere you go it was like almost like in a sense like a storybook like and yeah. this last year, right, it was, like, super dark. Like, some places weren't really lit up. Um, I'm not a, you know, uh, someone that's rating the festival, but that's definitely something that I noticed. It wasn't super decorated like they usually do. Yeah, and I will say for Countdown this year, like, the fucking rain. At least they should have had more areas where you could sit under because, <sighs> yeah, like, at one point, everybody was pushing and yeah. to get into the stage, I'm like, that's where you'll see the real safety hazard. Yeah, that's where you'll see the real umpire stuff happen, man. Everyone's yeah. just trying to push and shove out of the water. <laughs> like one time, the the only thing, okay, you know how you say like cross or whatever, but I will say like the only reason I guess I don't push towards going towards like those kind of festivals is just because I've experienced a San Diego rave crowd and bitch, Chad's Brad's. And everybody's rude as fuck. Like, so rude. Like, I remember somebody fucking kicked, like, they pushed me and they fucking kicked my water bottle. They're like, get the fuck out of my way. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> like, that's yeah. wild. And it was just like. Splash House be like that too, bro. Yeah, I feel like it just. Just like non, like, like I can't say non-insomniac events, but like, just, I don't know. I feel yeah, like it's because insomniac definitely kind of creates a different environment. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll see what's the deal when we go uh, to the John Summit show. Wait, can I say something? No, you know why though too. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but Cross has like a dress code. I didn't know. That. Like you can't go in, um, like certain like practically you can't go naked. You can't go in like a two piece. Like you can't wear like the big stuff, like over exaggerated type stuff. N yeah, you can't wear like yeah. It's kind of like what the fuck. Mm. Yeah, you have to dress like they have like on a on their website like a set of like clothes you can and can't wear. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't it's know. It's just kind of stupid. So they no want totems all the guys. and shit. Cause, no, yeah, no. I don't. You can't even take a totem to Skyline. I think. Yeah, cause last year nobody. Nobody took a totem, so. yeah. It's and last year the fucking venue was small. Hell I remember yeah, at one was, point, packed as fuck, yeah, bro. like that. Especially the house stage was fucking outrageous. Cause I remember at one point, the bar, the bar became the crowd. It was yeah. just like, yeah, dude, yeah, it was madness. <laughs> so, we'll see how that one turns out this this month. Yeah. So what's going on with Playboy right now and like the DJ world? What's he doing like nowadays? Right now, I'm just trying to, like, honestly, perf not necessarily perfect, but just play around with a lot of new sounds and incorporate them into my bass house mix because I feel like bass house is so gritty and has, like, a certain sound, so I feel like not everything goes with it, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And there's certain breaks and certain points where you need to cut out the song because if you don't, it's just not going to work completely. So definitely I've just been trying to perfect my craft when it comes to mixing and just trying new shit. Definitely, like, when I, when I say trying new shit, like, just new, like, going off with the effects, trying, like, crazy backspins, like, repetitively until, like, the drop hits. Just, like, trying new stuff just to make myself kind of stand out just because honestly like how we were saying earlier like the way you kind of carry yourself too is like the way that's going to make you stand out as a dj you know what i mean like not everybody can be a dj but i feel like it's more common especially right now that people are becoming djs so i feel like you have to definitely like have something that makes you you and stand out yeah exactly yeah like if it's style, if it's the way you perform, and if it's the way you carry yourself, if it's the way you interact with other people when you're not playing, 
then you know try to like adopt that as much as you can and just push forward because it's gonna that's what's gonna make you stand out yeah choose one thing that might stand out a little about a little bit about yourself and just run with it yeah exactly what about producing you doing anything yes i am and i have but bitch i have stuff but like and i have a lot of it's because i'm working on like an ep in a sense okay music okay themselves we get like songs themselves yeah but i'm also working like because i feel like in a a lot of the times when it comes to bass house it's a lot harder to find mashups okay because everything's fucking house or tech house so nothing has that grittiness what are you trying to say yeah you sound nothing. angry at I'm tech not. house bro. i'm what's just saying it's hard up, to find what's music up, bro? Bitch. what's up bro? I, I, i'm like i don't want no smoke God, nah. but it's hard to find like music or like at least like remixes sometimes when it comes to bass house so definitely like creating mashups is also what i'm doing too like i want to create like Almost like not an EP, but like an EP of like mashups so DJs could use. Just because yeah. how I said, like it's very like I felt very first gen when it came to DJing. You know what I mean? It felt like harder to kind of grasp some concepts or like I thought a lot of the times, bitch, like mashups were being <laughs> made live. But you see, you start paying more attention and more and more attention, and you start looking when the DJs are actually mixing. It's a whole track itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very rare when you'll see like a a live mashup going down. Yeah, Yeah. so definitely like, and I thought it was all live. So when I would try it, I was like, how the fuck do these bitches do it? Like, you know, (laughs) and like play like a normal set and like throw all these elements, you know, but definitely like I just want to make it like for our beginners that are trying to find sick mashups, you know? Yeah, I mean, but. Really, you just play around with shit until you're like, "Ooh, that's yeah. if that's fire!" Exactly, that works. So yeah, and then like on my originals, in a sense, I'm just kind of like, I'm not trying to, because the thing is that I also feel like a lot of the times, like, bitch, I'm only 22, you know, but I also feel like I'm running out of time sometimes. You know what I mean? Where did Taylor Swift? Man, that's the biggest <laughs> misconception people have right now, man. Yeah, uh, but I feel like I'm about to be 25. And I still feel like I have so much to do and there's still a lot of time left. We just sometimes like kind of circle in real quick and don't really look like take a big picture. Yeah, we don't look at the big picture sometimes. We kind of narrow in and don't really pay attention to that. Look at that. Then we start stressing ourselves out. Then we start thinking, fuck, like I need to get this thing down, this thing done now. But at the same time, I need to do this now. Then all of a sudden you're stressing out because you don't think you have enough time to do anything. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just one thing at a time, man. Yeah, yeah so and I was trying to rush, like, oh, I need to put music out now, you know? But it was just more like I really need to just, like, I don't want to put anything out that I'm not confident about or, oh, like, absolutely. that I love yeah. personally myself. 100%. Like, I'm not just going to be throwing out music just to throw out music and say, oh, yeah, I have an original. Like, no. That's what I'm not going to do. And, um, but, yeah, just because I want to, like, really be proud of, like, what, I release you know what i mean do you have a date when you're gonna release or is it too soon to tell it's too soon to tell because oh. um i might have another genre in that ep that's not bass house or tech Ooh. house or house yeah mm. we'll see we'll see what some yeah. dmv no uh. No, I don't be guessing. I don't know what it is. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll keep it under wraps. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But no, yeah, just definitely just trying to just like also just like find like the right kind of bass house because there's so much kind of bass house and that's what people don't get. The subgenre of the subgenre? Yes, there's like UK bass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that has such a different sound to it. It's kind of funny. You've heard that uh, MPH guy on Yes That fool's going crazy right now Yeah I love like Bitch obviously I love Blossomina But besides (laughs) that like I love Nostalgic She's fucking Like them two Like can I just bring something up really quick I love how they're Really fucking pushing Like Females are really doing it Like they're really selling out tours Like um, Nostalgics and both Blossom sold down Academy 
completely. I think oh, it was yeah, like over a thousand dope. tickets. Fucking yeah. dope. So that's sick. And it's like their first like debut um fucking tour. But like Clank, like literally like I feel like there's so many especially in fucking like the Europe era. The, Bro, I don't the, wanna say it because like I don't wanna sound the techno nah, the is Europe dominated era. by women. Yeah. It's dominated literally. by women DJ, bro. It's 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 sick. I love it. <laughs> you can say it. I'll take it out if you want. What? Whatever uh, you want. I was gonna say bitch, but why are you laughing over there? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just laughing. No, because I will say, like, I love mixing everybody else's music. You know, they have fire sounds, you know, fire. But bitch, I wanna go and peep like I want people to go to one of my sets. And, like, even if I'm playing fucking early on, you'll fuck. Like, just if I see one person or even two, like, singing along to one of my originals, that's fucking awesome. Because, like. make you feel great. Yeah, like, it's awesome, you know, playing, how I said, playing other people's music. But, like, when you see people coming to see specifically you because you have music and you're playing it out. And, you know, that's, it's, like, crazy. It's a crazy feeling and it's crazy like seeing it like yeah, actually happen. Um, it's heartwarming. Like a, yeah, because like at the twenty seven club when I was playing, um, I remember when I first this was like two weeks ago. Um when I first started playing, there was maybe like a hundred people there. And then I remember like at one point I looked up and bitch there was like almost four to five hundred people there and I was like, What the fuck? And everybody was driving to my set and it was just like such a good time because good like vibe. I was able to like try a bunch of new shit that i was just like you know what fuck it, i'm gonna just do it so yeah it was it was sick and then i remember i i, I went into the restaurant i was like about to cry like bitch like because it just feels like so <laughs> awesome like bitch yeah like i was like dead ass i was like bitch you literally just like that was you, you. killed the set yeah i was like, like yeah. dang like it just feels like oh it's a good moment awesome sure. just like a full circle like you know just because i will say like i know this is like kind of like everybody has like a different point of view but my i thought like i wasn't gonna get um not necessarily accepted as a dj but like not taken serious mm. one because i'm gay <laughs> and i'm a little bit more feminine and fruity you know and two because um i feel like it was just like i was first doing like content creating so i feel like a lot of people also look down on djs that want to um that are content creators sometimes you know what i mean honestly I feel, like, I, I feel like it did the complete opposite for you though. yeah like, like luckily it, yeah it luckily like yeah skyrocketed you yeah luckily you know? like people fuck with me and i'm so blessed for that no nah, yeah, yeah honestly you're super cool bro i'm, I'm super glad that. to have met you and yeah like, i'm, I'm super glad to have you here yeah, I'm, yeah I'm this so glad has been super dope. it's crazy we got like 10 minutes left no and it's crazy like go, can i just say something like yeah. we literally all met through music like well like not necessarily you know we bitch went through work but like we all stay connected because stay of music yeah and, and the, the hunger and the passion to do it and giving it all and doing whatever it takes to, we're, to we're do it. We're all driven to the same goal. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's dope. Like, having friends that are all on the same shit, all have the same goal. Like, yeah, because it, like, pushes you to want more exactly, and do more. Like, and, like, and the support, too, from each other, like, you know, it, it's not competitive. Like, it's supportive. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone shows love. Yeah. Your, your next show? I don't know right now. What's, Honestly, yeah, what's I'm the calendar looking like? I've been any afters. I'm just any. <laughs> I'm just vibing right now. Um, no, yeah. Honestly, I'm just trying to go with the flow. I'm not trying to like how I said. I'm not trying to rush. I feel like last year I was so busy on getting booked. I remember like October. I had a show like almost thir- like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and bitch. I was booked and busy in October and after November for a sec. Um, and then, like, literally the beginning of this fucking year, I think I played already, like, five shows. Mm. Um, that's, that's good, man. That's, yeah, that's but it's thing. been, like, fuck. It's blessed. Been, yes, blessed, amazing. It's been, a, honestly, a dream come true because, like what I always say, it's, like, and, you know, we all work right now. Like, we all have, this is not our full-time career yet. But, um, yeah. yeah, yet exactly yeah. manifesting that but no i'm just saying like um it's cool to still be able to just like just do you and just like get that sat- like in a sense satisfaction of just like knowing 
you're you're doing something you love you know what i mean and getting oh, yeah. recognized for doing something yeah. you love yeah yeah um last thing before we go give us your handles for instagram shut yourself out so my handle for everything is at playboy with an i flames and uh, yeah and also on soundcloud too as well and then hopefully on spotify and soundcloud oh i'm already on soundcloud bitch but hopefully on spotify and apple music soon so yeah uh anybody you want to shout out um literally shout out to everybody that's just honestly fucking with the vision and just supporting me and just is there because i wouldn't be in and I wouldn't be in this position in any position and just getting in the opportunities and just honestly being here right now sitting in this fucking chair because I feel like the EDM scene has definitely saved my life, bitch. But yeah, I just want to thank everybody that supports me and just believes in me because, bitch, like, y'all are literally making things happen for me. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the people that be, you know, supporting uh, your, your local artists. Shout out to the people that be reposting, liking, commenting, man. That does not go unnoticed. We love that and we appreciate that to the moon and back. Uh, a few last announcements. Uh, I will be playing uh, next show April 3rd at Blind Tiger. After that, April 5th, I will be in Sacramento at the Flamingo. Next thing after that. April 11th, I will be back in Sacramento. March 18th, Underground Kingdom Movement out here in Phelan. Uh, we also have the Beyond Afters coming up. That's going to be a, a good one. Denali, you got anything else, brother? Nope. Just right. uh, be fucking safe out there. And if you're going to Skyline, we'll see you there, baby. Yeah, man. If you guys see us at Skyline, uh, go ahead and say what's up to us. Let's get a picture, man. Let's create some memories. We appreciate every single person that listens to this podcast. If you guys have not yet followed us on Instagram, go ahead and do so. Uh, my Instagram is at DJDLo underscore. Go ahead, Denali. At hi.denali on IG. All right, guys. Till next time, this has been On The Rise. Peace. Adios. <laughs>